World Wide Web has long been host to copied and pasted stories of an apocryphal nature. These stories came to be known as Copyvasta, and then the creepy variant emerged. Welcome to Creepy Podsta, the Creepy Pasta Podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm the host of it, Jeff. You know me. By this point, this, like, 185th episode or whatever this is. I've made too many of these, I'll say. Uh, this is the second in our little mini-series on ritual creepypastas. This one is from the Creepypasta Wiki, and it is called Midnight Game. It's very short, which is a blessing. We could probably just read the whole thing, actually. Uh, with me to talk about it is past guest returning to the show after... After a long stint hosting his very own Pokemon podcast, <laughs> uh, Chris Luminello. Hello, friends. We will never, ever do a season two <laughs> of someone's PC. Uh, every time you ask, I will delete an episode <laughs> of the existing show. <laughs> We'll do one about Digimon, though, don't worry. Oh my god, uh, that should be next next year's April Fool's episode. (laughs) I don't know anything about Digimon. That would be... One of them is called Doraemon? So, nope, Doraemon is uh, that, like, fun cat mascot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That would be so funny if we release episode episode 152 and it's just about, like, Patamon or whatever. (laughs) Agumon. Are the Digimon in any order? I don't know. Uh, anyway, there's no rules. Yeah, there's no rules. Just right. Uh, the Midnight Game... I'm just going to read the text of this because it's so short. The Midnight Game is an old pagan ritual used mainly as punishment for those who have broken the laws of the pagan religion in question. No, it isn't. <laughs> While it was mainly used as a scare tactic to not disobey the gods, there is still a very existence chance of death to those who play the Midnight Game. I think Good mean, phrasing. I think you mean extant. Um... <laughs> There is an even higher chance of permanent mental scarring. It is highly recommended that you do not play the Midnight Game. Well, thanks for putting the rules online then, dumbass. Why? (laughs) Hey, don't play this game. By the way, here's how you do it. It would be like if the the movie Concussion also took, like, or actually fully was just two hours of Will Smith explaining to the camera how to play football and why it's fun. <laughs> Um, However, for those few thrill-seekers searching for a rush, or for those delving into obscure occult rituals, these are simple instructions on how to play. Do so at your own risk. Right off the bat, paganism is a real religion, right? I don't know. I think it's just a category of religions, right? I don't know, but it immediately set off some red flags for me. Paganism was the Christian pejorative for polytheistic religions. Just all of them? So I think, yeah, it's just a category. Neo-paganism is a specific religion invented in, like, the 50s by some dude who wanted to get laid, I think. As is the case with most religions. Um, so, I think... I guess it's fine. It doesn't feel fine, fine, but I guess it's fine. Oh no, neo-paganism is also a category. I wonder 
which guy I'm thinking of. Maybe Crowley. That guy was such a creep, as far as I can tell. Uh, Wicca is also one that was in, that, that is the, like, large category of ones that was invented in the 50s. Um. Wait, Wicca was invented in the 50s? Yeah, Wicca's not a real, actual oh ancient God. religion. Uh, this is similar to how you discovered Disney World was built in 1965. <laughs> yeah, friends, apparently I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> Hedgehogs aren't ro- rodents. Disney World isn't real. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Wicca is a 20th century religion. Uh, prerequisites. It must be exactly 12 o'clock a.m. when you begin performing the ritual, otherwise it will not work. And then, as we discover in step three of the religion, actually, you have to start at 11.59 and 48 seconds <laughs> at the latest. Or earliest? Latest. That's the... Li- well, as long as you can I guess if you knock knocks. fast, you have to f- you have to start 22 knocks on a door before midnight, which sounds like a joke recipe for, oh, it'll just be 22 knocks of a, on a door, and that'll be right out. Um, materials. You need a candle, a piece of paper, a writing implement, matches or a lighter, salt, a wooden door, and at least one drop of your own blood. If you are playing with multiple people, they will need their own of the aforementioned materials, and they will have to perform the steps below accordingly. So if you're playing with more than one people, actually, all of you are just playing alone in the same room. <laughs> Step one, write your full name, first, middle, and last on the piece of paper. Put at least one drop of blood on the paper. Allow it to soak into the paper. This is interesting because, like, if you're married, do you have to put your maiden name? If you've changed your name for any other reason, do you put your chosen name? Does it have to be the name that's on legal documentation? Does it have to be the name that your parents gave you, even if that's not on your birth certificate or the name you use? Like, which name is your true name, according to this magic ritual? Well, the Midnight Man will discern. He he gets to choose. Yeah, he's a he's a real bye bye man, uh, and he knows all about your true name. He's a real stickler for bureaucracy. Yep, stickler would be a good name for a slender man ripoff. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you have to write your full name and your social security number and the last four digits of your credit card. Yep, and your mother's maiden name. Uh, and then you'll find out uh, your stripper name, <laughs> your porn star name. Do they do any of these that aren't um, slightly diminishing the value of sex work and the anonymity therein? Uh, your Hogwarts house. There it is. Although, I suppose there might be some problems <laughs> There's just there. four of those. Uh, well, there's also the offensive... Uh, American, American ones, right. That's not Hogwarts. It's really weird that that happened, since that's not how school works in America. Uh, yeah. Like, why? It sh- there just shouldn't have been houses for the American one, because we don't have those in American school unless we're, like... Well, n- not to go off on a tangent, it shouldn't have happened in Harry Potter either. The whole point of those books is, it's wrong to do this, but also, that particular group of people are all racists, and you should hate them all. Like, that's bad writing. Yeah, that's true. Bad job. <laughs> it's my favorite joke that I always go back to. The four kinds of British child. Brave, smart, evil, and fat. <laughs> those are the four Harry Potter houses. If you're not one of those four, you're not British or magic. Um, turn off all of the lights in the place you are doing this. Go oh, to that th- phrasing is really funny. In the place you are doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the person who wrote this um, speaks English as a second language. Maybe. Because some of the structure is very like formalist and not the way that people normally write or speak English. Well, the next line is, go to your wooden door. And place the paper with your name on it in front of the door. Now take out the candle and light it, place it on top of the paper. They might also just be, like, young and, like many creepypasta authors, uh, 14 and not very good at writing yet. But they'll get there. We're just glad they're trying.
terrifying. There's not, like, typos and stuff, um, like I usually expect when teenagers are writing something. Uh, step three, knock on the door 22 times. The hour must be 12 o'clock a.m. upon the final knock. Then open the door, blow out the candle, and close the door. You have just allowed the midnight man to enter your home. That's capitalized and surrounded by scare quotes. Now, why 22? I don't know. Is that a magic number? Doesn't seem like it. I mean, like, there are magic numbers. Specificity is the soul of narrative, Chris. I guess. Immediately relight your candle. This is step four. This is where the game begins. This is where the fun begins, in the words of Anakin Skywalker. You must now lurk around your completely dark house. Okay, so now you're doing it in a house. Uh, With the lit candle in your hand. Your goal is to avoid the Midnight Man at all costs until 3.33 a.m. This is a three and a half hour game. You and your friends could just play Arkham Horror or something. (laughs) (laughs) Play like a full season of Pandemic Legacy. Play Mario Party. Yeah. That's about how long it takes. Three and a half hours? Jesus. You'll get through two rounds. Uh, Should your candle ever go out, that means the Midnight Man is near you. You must relight your candle in the next ten seconds. If you are not successful in doing this, then you must immediately surround yourself with a circle of salt. If you are unsuccessful in both of your actions, the Midnight Man will create a hallucination of your greatest fear and rip out your organs one by one. Way to bury the lead there. Like, I'm a clown. Also, I'm going to kill you very slowly. It's um, the opposite of the TV tropes, murder, arson, and jaywalking. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no, you've appeared as the disappointment my father feels for me. And you're killing me! (laughs) You will feel it, but you will be unable to react. If you are successful in creating the circle of salt, you must remain in there until 3.33 a.m. If you are successful in relighting your candle, you may proceed with the game. You must continue to 3.33 a.m. without being attacked by the Midnight Man, or being trapped inside the Circle of Salt to win the Midnight Game. The Midnight Man will leave your house at 3.33am and you will be safe to proceed with your morning. I feel like that is generous to call that the morning. It also feels generous to call that winning. Yeah, you should go to sleep. You don't get a reward. In the last one, you got to, like, know uh, who killed JFK if (laughs) you wanted. I forgot to mention that aspect of the Disney Mirror Ritual, but one of the sample questions they give if you ask about the past is that you can know who killed JFK... The Cinderella castle just knows that for some reason. Uh, (laughs) Let's go on to the list of the do nots. Yeah. Because they're very funny. I love a list of rules for a game. I think that's very spooky. This is eight rules. That's too many. Or seven rules. Like, the Ouija rules are really good. Don't play alone. Don't play in a graveyard. Always say goodbye. That's excellent. That's a nice, snappy, short list of rules that's very evocative and scary. And then when you discover that your house was built on an ancient burial ground, it becomes completely terrifying because you've been playing in a graveyard the whole time. Um, anyway, uh, indications that you were near the Midnight Man include sun drop in temperature, seeing a pure black humanoid figure through the darkness. Okay. That escalated pretty quickly. And hearing a very soft whispering coming from an indiscernible source. If you experience any of these, it is advised you leave the area to avoid the Midnight Man. Wait. Who you willingly summoned into your home on purpose. (laughs) This is a bad game. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to play this. All right. Read me those, uh, do nots. 
Do not turn on, uh, turn any of the lights on during the midnight game. Do not use a flashlight during the midnight game. Do not go to sleep during the midnight game. Do not attempt to use another person's blood on your name. Do not use a lighter as a substitute for a candle. It will not work. And definitely do not attempt to provoke the midnight man in any way. Even when like the game by is summoning over. him into your home, for example. <laughs> yeah, like he was busy, and now he's here. Even when the game is over, he will always be watching you. Good luck. You are going to need it. Why did you tell me these? This game. I don't want to play it. Oh, um, I don't like this this one, and I don't think it's particularly well written. Um, here's I don't I don't think I don't think this one was suggested by anyone. I think I just went to we had two ritual creepypasta suggestions. Um, the one we covered last week and the one we're covering next week, and I wanted to complete the trio, so I just went on the creepypasta wiki to the rituals section and picked one of the popular ones that was short. Now he's called the Midnight Man because he shows up at midnight, but then he hangs out for three hours. God, if any of my friends hung out with me for three and a half, three hours and 33 minutes, unless we were watching two full movies or one Avengers Endgame. Like, how do you even fill that time with a ghoul who wants to kill you? Wander around your dark house. God. Uh, Maybe it would be better if it was like, he shows up for one minute, like, from 12 o'clock to 12.01. Even an hour. That's kind of scary. Yeah. But even so, what do you do with an hour with a ghosty. Yeah, it just feels too long. I get 333 is a cool number. Yeah, but like, then summon him at 3am instead of at midnight. But you can't even do anything. But then you can't call him the midnight man. He's the three and a half hour and three minutes man. (laughs) He's the three o'clock in the morning man, which just sounds like a weed dealer. (laughs) Like, I guess it's weird because there's, you're told not to interact with it in any way. So it's literally summon this thing and then you sit there for many hours. If he blows out your candle, relight it. If you don't relight it, draw a circle of salt and literally sit there for the rest of the time because you're out. But also, once he goes away at 3.33, he's watching you for the rest of your life, I guess. And you don't get anything out of it. You don't even get to learn who killed JFK. (laughs) Don't play this game. It's I don't stupid. recommend it. Uh, so do we have a spookiest part of this game? Is it possible? There's a lot of all caps here and there. That's that's kind of scary. I mean, I guess mine is definitely the uh, list of things. I do like, do not attempt to use another person's blood on your name. Um, Why not, though? Yeah, I don't know. I guess they'll get cursed, or the Midnight Man will be like, ah, oh, you tried to trick me, I'm gonna pull your organs out now. I guess it's, it's pretty spooky that you'll feel pain pain but can't do anything. I guess that's scary. But it's it's just so stupid that it's also life. your scary biggest fear. Yeah. Like, oh no, you're you're a bunch of spiders <laughs> and also you're killing me. You forgot to wear pants on the day that your big project was due <laughs> in high school, which you graduated 15 years ago, and also a ghost is pulling your organs out. <laughs> oh no, I have to do public speaking while I'm being executed slowly. <laughs> it's just... It's got that creepypasta problem of, like, you took it one step further than you needed to for it to be scary because you read too many creepypastas. If it's one or the other, I guess that's fine. But I guess if it just shows up as your biggest fear and then does nothing, that could be good exposure therapy. That would be a benefit of playing this bad game. (laughs) Yeah, is you get to, uh... 
do the same thing you do by going to sleep normally and experience your greatest fear. It's, I mean, my greatest fear is dying. Yeah, what is that Would he just kill me and then pull my organs out while I'm alive? He'd probably be kind of uh, disappointed with that. He'd just kill me and then go, I guess I have to pull the organs out of a dead body. (laughs) It was no fun for me, the Midnight Man. Ah, God. Um, I don't think that there's anything uh, to say about this besides what we've said, is there? Uh, I like the very existent chance of death. (laughs) Really funny. I think that it's really, the casual tone of this is really weird. It doesn't come off, I think, how the author wanted it to. Where it's just like, if you are unsuccessful in both of your actions, the Midnight Man will create a hallucination of your greatest fear. And rip out your organs (laughs) one by one. There's, like, no drama to that phrasing at all. Oh, right. Also, he'll kill you very badly. It's, like, almost an addendum. Like, by the way, he's gonna kill you. I guess if your biggest fear is something stupid that he doesn't like, he's gotta do something spooky. I guess. Does he, though? Could he do something spooky instead of just, like, killing you if you don't light a candle fast enough? Uh, That's all we have to say about this story. So, let's... It doesn't specify what kind of candle. Oh, it doesn't? Not that I, I could see. You could light, like, a Yankee candle? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, make it real relaxing and smell good. Christmas cookie flavor. <laughs> Scent? Flavor? Mm. Uh, yeah, it's... This... It almost feels like you could rewrite it as someone's experience trying this. Like, oh, they heard it in middle school, so they tried it. Yeah, that would be good. But also, you need to add literally any motivation to want to try it, other than let's summon a demon and go to hell. Yeah, like every time there's a Ouija board movie, um, like Veronica, which we covered on the show, the reason she wants to try that is because someone close to her died. Bloody Mary. I don't think there's any advantage to that one either. It's just Dumb. a thing to scare your friends with when you're young, which is what all of these are. All of these are just uh, Bloody Mary for gamers. <laughs> or even worse, it's like how to unlock Luigi in Super Mario 64 for horror creeps. Like... This won't work. You could do it. It won't do anything. But but then you would have Luigi. We don't even get Luigi out of this. <laughs> but you don't get Luigi in Mario 64 either. It doesn't matter how many times you catch that rabbit. But that's but you think that you'll get something out of this. The right. only thing you get out There's of this no is goal in this one. Your, your organs get pulled out while... You unlock Midnight Man as a playable character. <laughs> Uh, oh, weirdly in, uh, in WWE Smackdown for the N64 is where you unlock him, not even in <laughs> real life. <laughs> Uh, it's, I, all of the ritual ones, it's the Disney one that we did. You can't do that one. Like you could try, but you would very quickly get arrested and go to jail. Yeah. Like you would get caught because it involves you hiding a knife in Disney world (laughs) and then hiding in Disney world all night. Like you would just get caught before you got to the part that has anything supernatural in it. So that makes a good ritual creepypasta. This one, you just need to be at home at midnight. I don't know if our doors are made out of wood or not. They are. I think particle board counts. We'd have to ask the Midnight Man. If only we could ask him a question. If only we could ask him a question. We could ask him, are these doors made of wood? Or who killed JFK? <laughs> uh, that's all we have to say about this. Let's get into our plugs. If you would like to um, view some art and purchase some art, past guest and currently in the room person, Leah Patterson, is having an exhibit in Brooklyn on May 18th. 
14th from 6 to 9 p.m. Let me double check my calendar to make sure that that date has not passed by the time that this episode comes out. <laughs> I don't think it has. Definitely, <laughs> definitely last week's it did not pass by then. Um, but this week's, it, there's entirely a chance that it will have already happened. Uh, I'm pulling up my notes. Oh, they're not here. Oh, they're on my other account. <sighs> this is all very interesting for you, but if you want to do that, oh, I shouldn't say if you want to do it, unless I know for sure the that... The exhibit will be up for a month and a half. It's oh, okay. It's the opening reception that's that date. Okay. So, oh man, I don't have up-to-date information in my notes either. God, I'm gonna have to go to my website and look. So I have, uh, okay, this week's episode that comes out on May 2nd is the last of Heather's episodes. Then there's another episode on May 9th, and that is, and then this, this first of ours was May 16th. So you've missed the opening reception, but if you would like to go look at the exhibit, it's at 53 Waterbury Street in Brooklyn, New York. Um, you can no longer attempt the reception because it happened uh, last week. We ate all the cupcakes already. Yeah, sorry. We didn't save any for you, but you can follow Leah's art on Instagram and Twitter, a tender witch. Uh, that's it. You can follow me on Instagram and Snapchat, JeffJK, patreon.com slash JeffJK. One dollar a month gets you a bunch of stuff that I am very behind on preparing, uh, but hopefully we'll finish more today and tomorrow. Um, then you can go to coolmemes.biz slash at Jeff and you can follow me on there. I don't know if the coolmemes.biz email addresses still work. Probably not. Anyway, you can email me jeff at funtimes.online, join Creepypasta fan group on Facebook, DM me on any platform to get an invite to the Discord. That's all we have to say about this story. Uh, good luck, you are going to need it. <laughs> Thank you.